drowned And they gazed in wide wonder At the joy they had found The head nurse spoke up Said leave this one alone She could tell right away That I was bad to the bone Bad to the bone Bad to the bone Welcome everyone to Lucha Classica episode number nine. Um, I'm your host, Fredo Esparza, and this week we are going to be talking about one of the, the, well, one of the living legends of Lucha Libre at this moment, since he's still very active, actually probably still one of the better wrestlers in, in Mexico, uh, Better known as Alley Park, Adolfo Tapia Ibarra, and to talk about Alley Park, who better than one of his one of the his longest? What would you call? What would you say, Doctor Lucha Steve Sims? I is, I may be his number one cheerleader. I have been begging and pleading for him to be in the Hall of Fame and trying to giving support articles and 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 talks and stuff like that. I am a, a big fan of his for many years. I don't know that I'm his biggest fan, but I am certainly one that is is very, very, very uh, positively. T- um, I, I feel he's one of the two or three most important wrestlers probably the last 25 years. That, okay, I, top five, top five. I, I probably would agree with you on that. Just, and and I think this whole, like, the what we wrote, what I, what I sent you as far as information, kind of like, I think... Before I wrote all that stuff out, I kind of was already thinking he was that. But after writing it, I kind of think he probably is one of the top five guys of the last 25 years. I mean, you could go even, like, even if you really want to rank them top two, three, or whatever you want. But he's really had an amazing career. I mean, I mean, he's, I, and we were talking about this off air. We've also seen him from being a very thin and ad, very agile luchador to what he is nowadays, which is a, a rather chubby uh, luchador. I think he's pretty much getting – he's not he's not at Super Porky's uh, weight level, weight class yet, but he's getting up there. I mean, I, I, I think that's the one thing we'll, we'll, we'll agree on. Um, but Ali Parker well, has – Well, Brasso de Parker. Yes, Brasso de Parker. And I think he's even, he's even made, made comments about it too, in, like in interviews and stuff like that. But, I mean – as somebody who's been watching Alley Park for such a long time, what's been the most impressive thing about him? Like just seeing him still around right now, because I mean, we've seen like in American wrestling, we don't really get to see guys who started. I mean, Alley Park started in the early eighties to see him still be, and then still have a very, uh, not just a, not just be good in the ring, but being very good in the ring at this point in his, in his career. What, what, what would you, um, what, what are your thoughts on that? It's true. He has been wrestling for 30. He's beginning his 36th year in the business. And whereas you look in, you can take a look at a classic luchador like Negro Casas, who will from time to time take any bump and from time to time take any punishment, but generally works about as safe a style as you can get in Lucha Libre. His moves are generally pretty calculated, pretty straightforward, not to do just a bang up, but a bang up bloody mess, make a bloody mess out of himself every match. Mm-hmm. Negro Casas is arguably the best wrestler I've ever seen over 50, and a lot, a lot of people agree with that. He is an amazing, he's an amazing thing. Um, but Park is coming along now as someone who is 50, will be 52 later this year, and 
what captures me is about it is is that he is still able to ha- pull matches out of people and have matches that have an emotional intensity and a level of violence, some of which is 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 traditional wrestling violence, and some of it is you know conking people with with the wooden refrescos bottles or, or boxes or whatever. And he is really able to to just dis- destroy any uh, any any image of the the the, the uh, 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 old old time wrestler who's on the down cycle or who's seen his better days and stuff. He works a different style because he can't do a lot of the stuff he used to. Although he's he's still throwing drop kicks and stuff. Yeah. But he is he is. I, I have often described like Dos Caras. Junior Alvaro Rio as a very cold wrestler to me in the ring. I don't yeah. ever feel what he feels, but uh, Parka Tapia is the ultimate hot wrestler. He drags you into his emotions with every match, and you are never ever bored and never ever cheated out of your money. Yeah, and, and you know the the it's. It, I think this week he's actually celebrating that anniversary of his um his career, thirty six years in the business. Um, I think that's the. That's one of the shows that's happening this weekend is actually going to be about that. Uh, but one of the one of the I, what we were also talking about off air was that he's also one of those wrestlers who's actually been able to like not only be a, a star in Mexico, but he's also somebody who's kind of had the that little like brief period where he was in the U.S. as part of WCW, and you know that kind of a lot of those guys who worked in WCW really never recovered. Their careers kind of like kind of like diminished. Oh yeah, yeah. Mio Nayo, El Dandy. Um, I, I'm trying to think of uh, Super Calo, and I, I mean, Super Calo before going to WCW was kind of like a guy who people thought was going to be pretty good, and actually was really good in the ring. But you know, after that, people kind of just forgot about him. Silver King, another one. Um, Silver King, LA, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Ali Park. I think uh, right around the time that he, and I think it was pretty fortunate because he got. Uh, I think him going rather than going to one of the promotions, AAA or CML. He went independent, and at that time, independent wrestling in Mexico was really like, they, you know, you basically had Hijo de Santo, and, and, and there was a little more liberty of, of the independent guys working with CML. So I think it was CML talent. So he kind of got an opportunity to kind of get his career still, you know, still, still, be, still breathe some new life into it. And I think that's kind of helped him, but I think that's also kind of like something that a lot of people have forgotten about. I think everybody just stays at the WCW point of his career, and that's, it's difficult for them to get past that. I think it's that's where his um, that's really where um, I kind of think his career. His, we all, all of us who watch him right now, look at him and think of him as a Hall of Fame type of wrestler. But I think a lot of fans who only stay at the WCW point, they just can't see it that way. And I, I don't. I mean, I know you're part of the the whole uh, Hall of Fame Observer Hall of Fame you vote uh, ballot. You know, you get a ballot. Maybe, yes. I'm in the Mexico area now that I've been following wrestling for 50 years. I probably qualify for the historical side too. Yeah. So, what what is the thing that is it really that WCW time period that's really just holding all those guys back? I mean, even I agree. Not, and not not just him because I mean even the other guys who have gone to the other U.S. promotions, it always seems like it just that one even for one year that they're there, it just destroys their opportunity of ever being considered a, a Hall of Famer. It, well, it does. I mean, none of the none of the, the the names that you mentioned before had as good a career after they left WCW, except LA Park. LA Park 
he might not have had as a good career, but that's only because he had an amazing run between 1992 and 1998, which we will get to a little mm-hmm. later. Yes, he had. I mean, he was arguably the hottest wrestler in Mexico after the you know the Conan and Peral Guayo feud died down and stuff like that. I mean, he was just giantly huge, especially in the northern half of the country. But when he got to WCW, he was just you know that's the way things are presented. The voting audience that votes in um, the Wrestling Observer newsletter is exposed far more to the American promotions TV than the Mexican promotions TV. The odds of them actually having seen L.A. Park during the years prior to WCW were unlikely, and he was just permitted as, you know, a comedy figure, the chairman. The one guy that that came in to to, um, create havoc, and he was about charisma and dancing, whereas in Mexico, he's the whole package. Yes. Yeah, you so know, I do it, think that was the, the the biggest reason why. And since then, he has had some psycho big matches, but not enough, I don't think, to talk, yet convince people. I suspect that when he when it's, he falls into just the historian category, that he's he's going to have another shot at getting back in the Hall of Fame. But sadly, with his, with the way things are, with the last two or three ballots, it, it's not going to happen for him. 